0: You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Want to give a big shout-out to anybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and anybody watching live on the YouTube stream on the Fantasy Sports Network. You can get at me this hour if you want. The number to call is 844-843-6879. My man, Chris Bavona, the Bounty Hunter, will take Good care of you. He's on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a huge show for you on a Wednesday. We are getting into week one of the football season. Listen, we got so many calls yesterday that I couldn't get through all the games. So we are going to continue to break down the week one matchups, what I'm looking for, what you need to look for in terms of trends, who to start, who to sit, who to fade. I got some survivor picks for you. I got some against the spread picks for you. We are going to give you everything. Everything You need for week one. We will also take your calls. As I said, if you got calls or comments on the YouTube stream, we're going to try and address those as well. We got a poll question up as well on Twitter. Okay. And my question is, do you agree pretty much with the two main decisions that the NFL has made over the last 24, 36 hours to impact week one? As you know, Ezekiel Elliott, first of all, the arbitrator, Harold Henderson, because the NFL plays judge, jury, and appeal judge, and executioner, they have decided to uphold the six-game suspension for Ezekiel Elliott, but... Because of a little bit of timing and paperwork and filing, somehow they missed the deadline, and so Zeke Elliott will still be allowed to play in prime time on Sunday night football against the New York football giants and keeping the ratings high, keeping their corporate partner NBC happy. Hmm. And then Ezekiel Elliott will wind up missing six games starting in week two. I think the NFL is crazy like a fox, and all of a sudden the stars align to make sure that their star players were. Will still be there in their prime time window. I'm disgusted by the way the NFL has handled this entire Zeke Elliott situation. But if you have questions about that, how that impacts guys like Darren McFadden, for example, or Zeke Elliott himself, you can holler at me at 844 843 6879. And then also listen. The NFL came out this morning and said that this Buccaneers-Dolphins game, uh, we knew yesterday that it wasn't going to happen in Miami, but I thought they were going to wind up moving it to another site. You know, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia were the the places that were really talked about. There were other places down south, like Atlanta, Carolina, that would have been vacant because their teams are on the road. But instead, they are moving it to the shared bye of Week 11 that both teams had as a bye week. I think this has major implications for week one and for the season long outlook on both of these teams and it is not a positive uh you know not a positive uh you know news for them they're gonna have to play 16 weeks in a row i don't think that helps come on back we drop us that's over beats it's the fantasy Freeze on the fantasy sports radio network game one week one and your calls when we come back let's go
1: quarterback to receiver hookups Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive edge fantasy football package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount.
0: murder was the case that they gave me. We're going to help you try to murk your opponent in week one of the NFL season. It is week one of fantasy football as well. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, welcoming you back, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got a whole lot of callers, and we're going to get to your calls in a second. First, I do want to share some news and notes around the NFL right here as we get ready for week one. Odell Beckham Jr., he did not practice today. Remember, still nursing that ankle injury that he got in that preseason game against. Against the Browns. He has yet to be cleared and he came out today and uh, there are reports that he is more hopeful than confident that he will be able to make it happen and play week one against the Cowboys in that Sunday night game. I'm thinking I might have Brandon Marshall in my DFS lineups if that's the case. If Odell Beckham is not able to go, he probably will though. Remember, he's still got a few more days to test out that ankle. Jeremy Hill did practice also with an ankle injury. That creates a kind of three-headed monster in the Cincinnati backfield. Jeremy Hill, Giovanni, but ben- and the rookie Joe Mixon So uh, we'll see if any of those guys emerge Or if it's smart to kind of wait and see How the roles clarify in Cincinnati Demarius Thomas He has returned to practice notion that groin injury It looks like he'll be good to go Monday night football As Denver Broncos take on the Los Angeles Not San Diego Superchargers In Baltimore It looks like all these guys are ready to go, okay? Joe Flacco has been cleared. He's ready for week one, coming off that back injury. Danny Woodhead is back at practice, coming off the hamstring. Jeremy Macklin, practicing in full as well, coming off that foot injury. In Buffalo, it seems like people are going to be ready to go as well. We know Tyrod Taylor, T-Mobile, is going to start. You can add Jordan Matthews to the list of guys on the Bills who will be ready to go week one against the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. In Seattle, though, it's not as clear in Seattle. The Seahawks are going to be in Green Bay at Lambeau Field taking on the Packers in what is the game of the week in the in the like late game set. And listen, Thomas Rawls is now, they're saying it's a high ankle sprain. He's going to be listed as questionable. However, CJ they Pro- their pass catching back, they say he is 100%. He's ahead of Rawls in that recovery and Eddie Lacy may be in store for a revenge factor kind of big game as he comes back to battle his former team, the Green Bay Packers. I talked a little bit about how the NFL decided to, uh, move this Bucks Dolphins game to week 11. And there's big impacts. I mean, you drafted Mike Evans maybe in the first round, and now he's not there for you. You know, you drafted Jay Ajayi early, and now he's not there for you. Okay, I think this is not only does this has implications for fantasy, you're obviously gonna have to, you know, like, use some of your bench guys and now the bright side is at least this is their bye week they're going to be out there 16 weeks in a row for you for the rest of the season but I think this has an impact especially on the Tampa Bay Bucks a lot of people like Tampa Bay to do work in that NFC South division I don't know if a young team without the opportunity to have a bye you know is um, something that you should be on okay I think the dog days of the season the war of attrition that it is you like them having that late week 11 bye when they don't have that in Anymore. They don't have that opportunity to, you know, self scout and get better. Listen, the Tampa Bay Bucks were four to one choice. To win the NFC South, and they were a sexy pick. Okay, a lot of people were talking about the Bucks. I know my man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive that I'm talking with on Sundays. He was on the Bucks to win that NFC South. He went over to mybookie.ag at plus three hundred. He dropped a couple of shekels. Whether it's the Bucks or another team, you should go over to mybookie.ag right now. They give you a hundred percent match bonus if when you enter, you enter the promo code Freestyle. Tell them Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spit, and Statistician sent you. I think that. That's a problem also. The Miami Dolphins, they have a London game in week four. They were supposed to, they were the home team for a London game. So maybe that's part of the reason why they didn't want to deprive the Dolphins fans out of another kind of home date that is ultimately not played down in South Florida. But I think this is a problem for both the teams. So if you have, you know, if you have a Devontae Parker, or a Jarvis Landry, a Jay Ajayi, a Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz Rogers, a Mike Evans, a Deshaun Jackson, a Jameis Winston, and you want to know how do we replace that? Holler at your boy, Dane Martinez, at 844 and we'll talk you through it, okay? I'm going to be talking through these week one matchups, but it looks like we have a ton of calls. Chris Bavona, we got a ton of calls. Let's get to some of them. The first one is Manny and Cali. is that right? If we still got Manny and Cali, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle with Dane Martinez. What's up, Manny?
1: Hey, I'm calling in because I'm in a standard league. I got T.Y., he's supposed to play. But then on the bench, I got Emmanuel Sanders. I got uh, Pierre Carçon and... uh Adam Thielen for I wanted to see who should I play. Yeah, Adam
0: Thielen is the other guy. Yeah, I, listen, T.Y. Hilton, I've been telling everybody that T.Y. Hilton is a Fulgazi, someone you need to fade, someone you need to forget about because, you know, without Andrew Luck there, the, the drop down to Scott Tolzien is big. You're talking about some other wide receivers, though, that are right in the same area in terms of Week 1 rankings. Pierre Garçon, you talk about Manny Sanders. I like both of those guys over T.Y. Hilton, if need be, and and it sounds like the last guy you mentioned was Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen going Monday night football against the New Orleans Saints. The Saints have a horrible pass defense, and I don't think that's going to change at all. So, yeah, I would start all three of those guys over T.Y. Hilton, Garcon, Manny Sanders, and Adam Thielen. I'm taking a wait-and-see approach with the Indianapolis Colts. I don't think they're going to do much against Los Angeles with Scott Tolzien under center for the Colts week one. Ayo, uh thanks for the call, though. It sounds like we got another call. Chris John in Colorado has a question about a flex option uh, some running backs to put Jeff in Colorado my um, bad you're on the fantasy freestyle what's up what's your question
1: yeah Um, I was just wondering uh, who should I start as a flex option for either um, I have Mike Gillisley on my bench um, and um, I also have Joe Mixon and uh, Pierre Garceau
0: Okay, and this is a flex spot. Is this a PPR league?
1: Yeah, it's a 10-man uh, PPR
0: okay so because it's PPR I'm gonna stray away from Mike Gillisley okay Mike Gillisley for the Patriots is gonna be that back that is not necessarily the pass catcher okay the pass catching back is Dion Lewis is James White and I don't think Gillisley is gonna give you that kind of production I like the other option better you talked about it Joe Mixon and I like Joe Mixon this is a kid dripping with upside I talked about it on the DFS lineup lock show with Tony Sincata before we talked about how Joe Mixon, even though it is a crowded backfield, Mixon has shown to be a guy where the skill may be the best in that running back room. Jeremy, don't don't worry. Don't worry, Jeff, even if you, know, you get news that Jeremy Hill is going to get the start. I still think Joe Mixon is the guy. I think he's going to pop off and have a great debut week one against the Baltimore Ravens. So thank you for the call in Colorado. I appreciate you joining the Fantasy Freestyle. All right. It sounds like we got another question. We got calls up the yin-yang. If you want to holler at your boy, call him in now like I was Miss Cleo at 844-843-6879. We're taking your calls all this segment. It looks like Justin in New York has a question about his flex spot. Hey, Justin, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds. What's up?
1: Hey, what's up, man? I'm calling because I'm in a little bit of a quarterback conundrum. Okay. I don't know if I should start. Alex Smith tomorrow night or Philip Rivers on Monday?
0: Okay. That is an interesting. That is a little bit of a conundrum, and part of the reason I think you you're, you might be asking is Philip Rivers. I love Philip Rivers to be quite honest. Okay, I love Philip Rivers in general ahead of Alex Smith. The problem is his opponent on Monday night is Denver, and Denver has the absolute best secondary. You know, the best secondary out there. Okay, and so that can stifle the passing game. And I understand your concern. However, Alex Smith does not move the needle for me. I do not recommend Alex Smith, especially on the road in New England in a game where you know the crowd is going to be jacked up as they hang the banner. I know you might think, hey, well if they're behind, maybe they throw the ball a little bit more. That is not Alex Smith's game, okay? He is a dink and dunk guy, even when they're down, even when they're supposed to try to stretch the field. Alex Smith is allergic to the deep ball. I don't care if you're going up against that great Denver Broncos defense. I think Phillip Rivers, he might not go to the wide receivers, but he can still go to Antonio Gates, Hunter Henry, and Melvin Gordon out of the backfield. I like Philip Rivers in that situation. All right, so my pick out of the two, I'm not going with Alex Smith, Justin. I'm going with Philip Rivers. You can call back next week and thank me, my friend. It sounds like we got time for one more caller in this in this segment. We got Chris in Arizona. Chris in Arizona. He also has a flex question. You're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle with speeds. What's your question, man?
1: Hey, Dan. I got a. Uh, um, right now, I currently have Jeremy Macklin in my flex spot. Okay. But I have Adam Thielen on the bench. And I'm really concerned because Macklin has no reps, really, except for this week with Flacco. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see what you thought. Who should I start?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I like your thinking, man. I like your thinking. When faced with Macklin versus Adam Thielen, I'm going with Adam Thielen for two main reasons, okay? First of all, Adam Thielen and the, and the Vikings on Monday night are at home, and they're taking on the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints pass defense is trash, okay? It is straight doo-doo, just like the emoji. So I like attacking that bad defense. And then you mentioned it yourself. Jeremy Macklin has not gotten in reps with the new quarterback. Back. for him Joe Flacco that has that chemistry has not built yet so I like in that situation I like Adam Thielen as the pick when we come back on the fantasy freestyle we'll take some more of your calls and I'm going to preview some more week one matchups tell you what I'm thinking when we come back it's your boy Dane Martinez the speeds the fitting statistician on the fantasy freestyle dropping stats over beats come on back Hunter Henry Sterling Shepard Michael Thomas These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Spies, the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Wednesday with my man Chris Bavona, the bounty killer, keeping it so hot that we sweat And we got a whole lot of callers. We're going to get to some of them in this segment. I also want to tell you, I'm very excited because tomorrow at this time, right before the Pats and the Chiefs kick off, we are going to have a special interview. We're going to have Jason Robbins on with us. He is the CEO of DraftKings. I know if you play Dandy Fantasy, you know about DraftKings. We're going to have Jason Robbins. He's the CEO of the company. We're going to ask him about some of the things he's doing this year at DraftKings, some of the new contests they're having, and some of the uh, you know spike in business that happens with the NFL season. I'm real excited about that. I'm going to take a couple of calls in this segment. Then we're going to go into previewing some of the games. We'll be back on the phones taking your calls towards the end of the show. we got Jacob in Texas who's been on hold for a little while. Jake, uh, you got a trade. You want to get the spitting statistician's advice on. Jacob, you're dropping stats over beats on the fan. Fantasy freestyle. What's your trade, man?
1: Um, hey guys, no, it's not actually a trade. Um, you know, I had Todd Gurley this year, and uh, I was just wondering if he's ready for that breakout year. Um, another thing is, I have. Do I have to be worried about the Rob Kelly, P. P. Rines, um, maybe touches later mm-hmm. on? And um, sure. One last one would be yes or no. Uh, Do you think Josh Gordon will get reinstated? this month and is he worth picking up
0: alright fair enough thanks for the questions we got three of them in there from uh, Jacob in Texas let me go uh, let me go in reverse order okay first of all Josh Gordon no I do not think he will be reinstated I think you're wasting any kind of roster spot if you have him you know for years people have been thinking oh this is when Josh Gordon is gonna come back no is my short answer to that do not worry about Josh Gordon secondly you asked about the running back situation in Washington if you gotta worry about Rob Kelly I think you do but not necessarily because of the reason you mentioned. If you have Rob Kelly, like, whoa, fat Rob... Yes, I do think Samaji P. Ryan, the rookie out of Oklahoma, is going to grow in his production and grow in his touches as the season goes along. But another reason to fade Rob Kelly, in my opinion, is the existence of Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson, who they just re-signed to a two-year, six-and-a-half million guaranteed deal. He is the pass-catching back when they are in the kind of two-minute no-huddle shotgun. And with the Washington football team, that is a lot. Okay, Kirk Cousins throws the ball a lot and they like having Chris Thompson on the field when they're in that kind of two, four minute drill. And I think they're going to be operating that way down in games a lot this year. I do not think the Washington football team is going to be in many games. I think they're going to be behind and throwing the ball. So I'm worried about Chris Thompson and what will be an emerging Samaji P. Ryan at the end of the season. So yes, I would look to uh, do something with Fat Rob Kelly. The third question that you asked was really the first question out of your mouth on the call and it was about Todd Gurley. I like Todd Gurley as a bounce back can this year okay yes he was stifled but last year the rams did not have weapons i've been saying a lot on fantasy freestyle opponents were putting all 53 men in the box to try to stop todd Gurley, but you can't necessarily do that this year You got Sammy Watkins on one side. You got, you know, you got Robert Woods. You got Cooper Cup. You have, um, uh, you know, you have Jared Goff getting better in year two under that new scheme with the head coach, Sean McVay. So I do think that space opens up for Gurley, and he has a much better sophomore campaign than last year in his rookie season. Thanks for the call, Jacob in Texas. We're going to take one more call because then I got to get into some of my previews. We got Taco in Alabama. Taco, you were with us uh, earlier this week, and you're calling back. You are once again. Again, dropping stats over beats with speeds the spin statistician. How's it going, Taco? Man, I'm
1: good. Just cracked the beer open. How are you?
0: Ah, you're doing better than I am, man. I'm doing all right. I'll be all right when I get home, though. What's uh, what's your question, man? Seems like you're struggling with Theo Riddick. Uh,
1: yeah, I have. I actually have two questions. Right. Um right. First off, let me pre- let me preface this by I'm not hurting at running back. Okay. My starters this week are David Johnson, Zeke and uh cream hunt you are not hurting at running back and that is black.
0: absolutely correct
1: all right but i've got three three wide receivers on my bench that i'm not sure about and theo riddick is out there and so is chris johnson you know ready to pick up i have kevin white dante Moncrief, and zay jones and I'm wondering which one of those three would you drop to pick up either Riddick or Johnson? So here's the thing,
0: you know, I think to be quite honest, Taco, you said it at the very beginning of your call. You're not hurting at running back, so I don't understand. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily jump to try to pick up Theo Riddick. Okay, I understand that Theo Riddick is great, especially in PPR formats. But if you, like you said, you already, you already, have, you already have already have Daisy and Kareem Hunt. Theo Riddick is not really cracking that lineup much. Anyway, So because you are so stout at running back, I would look to maintain the talent you have at wide receiver and see, you know, which one of these guys pops. You mentioned Zay Jones. You mentioned some other guys who I think are viable receivers, and one of them is going to really impress this year. I would keep all of the wide receivers. I would not drop any of them for theoretic because, quite frankly, you don't need the help at running back. You got Zeke. You got David Johnson. Even when Zeke Elliott is missing time. You're going to have Kareem Hunt slide in there as your RB, 2 I don't see Riddick cracking that lineup, and I like some of the wide receivers that you got there. I wouldn't cast aside any of them for Theo Riddick. I would ride with what you got. You also mentioned Chris Johnson. I want no part of Chris Johnson, okay? Take that out of your mind, but I like the wide receivers you got. I would hold on to them all. I would not tr- uh, drop any of them for Theo Riddick right now, but thanks for the call, Taco. All right. We're going to take some calls a little bit later on in the next segment, but I got to tell you, I got some week one previews that I got to get out, okay, because I think there's some interesting options. First game I want to talk about today, the Oakland Raiders travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. The Titans are minus one and a half favorites. Over under on this game is 51. Let me tell you something. The Tennessee Titans were strong last year. Their Achilles heel was their number two cornerback, okay? Other teams, number two wide receivers were feasting against the Tennessee Titans, okay? Okay. The, the Titans tried to address it by drafting a Dory Jackson, the kid out of USC, but I don't know that that's going to happen, okay? Especially rookie cornerbacks, they struggle early on as they try to get used to what's going on in the NFL, okay? Their heads are spinning and Oakland happens to have one of the best second wide receivers in the National Football League. I'm talking about Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree right now, in on FanDuel at least, is going at 6,900. I think that's a nice little play. I think the Raiders are going to throw the ball. They're going to get into a matchup where they're going to need to throw the ball. I don't think this is going to be a lot of beast mode early and often. I think that Carr and the Raiders are going to throw, and I think that, While Logan Ryan is going to be on Amari Cooper, the number two wide receiver is going to eat. I like Michael Crabtree a lot in this matchup. On the Tennessee side, this is one of those teams where I think you really need to wait and see. I think you really need to wait and see a little bit. Okay, because there's now a crowded wide receiver group. Is it Eric Decker? Is it Rashard Matthews? Is it the rookie Corey Davis? Does Delaney Walker still get targets as well? I kind of want to see how the pecking order, you know, plays out a little bit in Tennessee. So none of these guys are going to be in my DFS roster unless you take them as a kind of you know dart throw play at a good price, and you pick the right one. And that's you know that's a viable uh, strategy in tournaments. But I would watch out. I would you know take a chill pill proverbially on the Tennessee wide receivers. But Michael Crabtree is the wide receiver to own week one for the Oakland Raiders. The other game I want to talk about real quick is the Atlanta Falcons and the Chicago Bears in Chicago. This is a very interesting line, okay? It started at 6.5. It has gone up to 7. At 7, I like the Chicago Bears. I like the home underdog. I like to fade the public, so I'm going over to mybookie.ag right now where I can get the Bears plus 7, and I'm going to take it. I'm worried about the Super Bowl hangover. I'm worried about the loss of Kyle Shanahan. I'm worried about this Falcons offense on the road on grass in Chicago they they usually don't perform as well away from the turf at home on the Chicago side of things keep an eye on Tariq Cohen Tariq Cohen is a guy my man Emery Hunt shouted out on Lineup Lock Live last Sunday. I know Jordan Howard many people think is a bell cow, and I know they got Benny Cunningham right there as the number two back, but Tariq Cohen could be a deep sleeper. My man Emery Hunt said this guy was never tackled in college, okay? Could be that kind of scat back that the Bears need. So what I'm also telling you, I know a lot of people, Think that this Atlanta Falcons team is going to be a contender. I th- I know a lot of people that think the Chicago Bears are not going to be strong. So you put those together and you think, up, ah, that's my knockout pick. I would pump the brakes on that also as the Atlanta Falcons as a knockout pick. I like the Bears plus seven, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Chicago Bears are that team that comes out and stuns everybody. You know there's going to be one game where a lot of people in their survivor picks and their knockout pools are all on one team and it takes out half the league. I'm worried that this could be the trap game. If you remember, last year on Fantasy Freestyle, we did Fetty Wop Wednesdays, right, where I give you the trap games. I think this is one of them. I think that the Chicago Bears and the Atlanta Falcons is a trap game, so don't in your survivor pools bet the atlanta falcons but you can go over to www.fantasyfactor right now they are giving away free entries to a thousand dollar knockout pool i did it my knockout pool pick is the houston texans not the atlanta falcons okay let me give you one more game real quick what i'm looking for and then we can get back to the calls in the next segment I want to talk about Philly and Washington, okay? Listen, there is now reports that Josh Norman is going to shadow Alshon Jeffrey all around. Okay, so listen, I was talking about how I like Carson Wentz on DFS lineup lock, how I love the Philadelphia Eagles, and I do. I like Philly in this game to go on the road and get a win, but with Josh Norman on Alshon Jeffrey, you may look to look elsewhere to get that guy who's gonna pop. I'm gonna tell you, the guy I think, I'm still stacking Carson Wentz in a nice little value on FanDuel, Carson Wentz is only $7,100. i am not stacking him with the wideout. I'm stacking him with Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz at only $5,900 on FanDuel. I think the Wentz to Ertz stack and that combo is going to be live in the middle of the field where the Washington football team does not have the coverage linebackers to stay with Zach Ertz. That's familiarity and I think Zach Ertz gets into the, into the end zone as well. Carson Wentz to Zach Ertz is a nice little stack that you can get for cheap in week one. Boy, do I love these Eagles when Lane Johnson is there protecting Carson Wentz. When we come back, we go back to your calls. I got some more week one matchups. Fantasy Freestyle with your boy, Dane Martinez. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Executive Edge Fantasy Football Packers brand new for 2017 rotoexperts.com presents the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long it's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year hell you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty handed the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package features articles, videos, and rankings that will help you be the man in your home, office, or high stakes leagues plus you get private access to the fantasy executive snapchat where you can interact with me directly head on over to rotoexperts.com and sign up for the executive edge fantasy football package chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the executive edge fantasy football package powered by RotoExperts.com. have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert at the palm of your hand Back to the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician, holding you down on a Wednesday. In only like 24 hours, you're gonna have to make some decisions on these guys. Do you start them? Do you sit them as the world champion New England Patriots hang their banner at Gillette as they take on the Kansas City Chiefs? I want to let you know we also got a poll question up on Twitter, right? At FNTSY radio on Twitter. You can always holler at me on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds, whether you're, you know, whether the show is on or not. You can always follow me. Ask me questions. I'll try to get back to you. If you got those sit start questions, if you got those trade questions, holler at your boy at spittin' speeds on Twitter. The poll question we have up is do you agree with the NFL decisions around, you know, letting Zeke play in week one and have the suspension start week two and beyond? Do you agree with the decision to move the Dolphins Bucks game to week eleven? Do you think they're both good decisions or do neither one of them make sense? And right now forty one percent of you say neither one of them makes sense. So you are disputing the NFL. I also think they are not handling these things very well. But I digress. We come on back and we have more of your calls that we're going to try and get to this segment and then I'm going to give you some more of my previews around week one. Remember, we're also going to have the CEO of DraftKings on the Fantasy Freestyle tomorrow as we get ready for week one in DFS and Patch Chiefs. What we got right now, remember, a lot of people have been asking first of all about some of these Colts, whether it be Jack Doyle, whether it be T.Y. Hilton and I am fading them all. Listen, Scott Tolzien is not good. He is like trash. He is blunt guts trash. Okay? You want no part of any of the Colts playmakers. I'm talking Dante Moncrief. I'm talking T.Y. Hilton. I'm talking Jack Doyle. It looks like the focus is going to be a ton of Frank Gore. Um, I do want to go out to the phone, though. Chris Bavona holding you down at 844-843-6879. It sounds like we've got Cliff In Boston, Cliff in Boston has a question about how to handle this Hurricane Irma game. Cliff, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. I just hope you're not in Boston on your Apple Watch giving signs. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Not at all. All right, all right. Real quick, first, major shout-out, man. Love the show. Always listening. I got a big question, man. My team's a little bit in shambles right now because of the hurricane. Right. I've I've got Mike Evans sitting. I've got Mike Evans. I've got Jaquizz. I got Dante Freeman. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Devontae Parker. Wow. All sitting because of the, uh, so the for hurricane. the Hurricane. Yeah. So right now at my at wideout, I've got Demarius Thomas, Kenny Britt, and uh, Kevin White. Uh, right now Uh, what are your thoughts on that right there should I make a move should I change I'm kind of iffy right now on on, uh, Kevin White listen listen and thanks for the call I appreciate the love and thanks to everybody who listens who watches who downloads who tweets I appreciate it trust me I uh, never thought that everybody would be listening to your boy Speeds spitting statistician and calling in I thoroughly appreciate it let me ask you though here to be honest my response to you man is I would stand pat I would stand Pat Cliff. Listen, the guys you mentioned are not horrible. When you talk about, I think it was Kenny Britt you mentioned, Kevin White, and another actual wide receiver that you're definitely going to start. And your question was really about Kenny Britt and Kevin White. Listen, I think... I think Kevin White is going to be okay. I think, remember, because Cam Meredith is gone. They cut Victor Cruz. They're going to be in a game back and forth with Atlanta where they're going to have to put up some points. I think Kevin White is going to be absolutely just fine. And the the, the bright side of this, Cliff, is now you got Mike Evans and Devontae Parker. They're past their bye. You know, they're past their bye. So you're going to get them 16 weeks in a row. Okay, so what I think you do, to be quite honest, is I think you stand pat this week. I don't think you're going to get people on the waiver wire that are better than Kenny Britt, that are better than Kevin White. What you might want to do, though, because now you're going to have Devontae Parker, you're going to have Mike Evans, who are both are going to be past their bye. You know, what you might want to do is after this week, Think about if you could flip Kenny Britt or flip Kevin White and ride with just four wideouts because two of them are already passed their bye. That could be an interesting way to handle it. But for this week, I think you're okay with the wide receivers that you're going to run out there. And thanks so much for the love. Cliff out there in Boston. We got a couple more calls. Hey, uh, Bavona, let's put on Jake in Arizona. Jake is out there in Arizona in the desert. He's got a question about his flex play this week. Jake, you're dropping stats over beats with the spitting statistician. Uh, what's your question on? fantasy freestyle
1: hey um, actually it's the it's flex and RB2 question cause okay I have I have Le'Veon Belt and I have Jay Jai as my RB2 okay and he's going to be out right so um, who would you start for because I have, I have a lot of rookie running backs okay I have um, Dalvin Cook Christian McCaffrey, Kareem Hunt, and then I also have Ty Montgomery. So who would you put in for your RB2 and for your flex? Because I I also have P.Y. Hilton, but I don't want to play him, so I took him out and put Doug, Doug Baldwin is my uh, wide receiver, too.
0: Okay, okay. Thanks for the call. I love your move of putting in Doug Baldwin right there. Listen, first of all, if you got Le'Veon Bell, you're good to go. You're feeling good. Of the guys you named, I'm riding with Dalvin Cook. I'm riding with Dalvin Cook as my RB2, and the reason why is, like I said before, on Monday night, they're playing the Saints. The Saints' defense is blunt guts trash. It is doo-doo. So I love any opportunity that I can get someone going against the New Orleans Saints. So Dalvin Cook is definitely in my lineup. As for the other names you said, I think you mentioned McCaffrey um, and Kareem Hunt. Okay? Out of those guys, I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt. I know a lot of people love Christian McCaffrey, but I like Kareem Hunt out of the two for this week. And the reason why is I think that this Panthers offense is going to be very very interesting in due time. If you remember though, my man Cam Newton, Cam Newton has been not healthy for most of the preseason, right Jake? So Cam Newton hasn't had that many that much time to build that chemistry with Christian McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey is going to be a stud for you later in the season, but they're going to have to still figure out this new offense that they're trying to do for Carolina about getting the ball out quicker and protecting Cam. I think it might take a little while to get off the ground, and I also think for some reason the San Francisco 49ers play great week one of the season with some of their new uh, additions on defense. I like Christian McCaffrey, and he's viable to take a screen pass 75 yards and score for you, but given the two, I'm definitely having Dalvin Cook as my RB2, and I'm actually going with Kareem Hunt as my flex position there instead of Christian McCaffrey. I want to see how he plays out in that offense before I trust him. We got one more call. Thank you, though, for the call, Jake in Arizona. I appreciate the love. Um, we got one more call out there. We got G in Cali. He's got a question about his running backs. He's got three and can only start two. Up. Oh. Excuse me, sorry about that. It sounds like G dropped I'm Sorry you had to wait a little bit too long to get on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got callers lined up. G, if you ever want to hit me up, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter, and I'll try and help you out. It sounds like we got, um, do we have any more calls? It sounds like we have Eddie in Arizona. He's got a flex question as well. Hey, Chris, is Eddie still on the line? All right, we've got Eddie in Arizona. You're on the Fantasy Freestyle, man. What's your question?
1: Hey, what's up, man? Big fan. Uh, I have a flex question. The question is, uh, for, uh, should I start Isaiah Crowell, Jameson Crowder, Bilal Powell, or Eric Decker for my flex, uh, in a uh, 10 team football?
0: all right fair enough thanks for the call i appreciate the love the two running backs you mentioned in my opinion are far better than the two wide receivers that you mentioned okay so i like what you're doing at the running back position it was bavona help me out he said balau powell and who was the other running back he said regardless i love what'd you say All right, but I love Bilal Powell, okay? I think you definitely like – I like Bilal Powell a lot in this offense. He's going to be getting a ton of the opportunity for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I don't think Matt Forte is going to be on the field much. And because you mentioned full point PPR, I love me some Bilal Powell. Bilal Powell is going to be a threat in the receiving game. You know, the Jets have nothing at wide receiver. They just signed Jeremy Curley. They also just brought in Jermaine Curse. I think Bilal Powell will also be able to catch his six, seven balls. And in that PPR format, I like that. I like Bilal Powell in your flex spot. I'm sorry, I forgot the last other running back you mentioned, but I love me some Bilal Powell. And if you're dealing with Bilal Powell, your running back spot. I like him better than Ty Montgomery, who is, I think, someone you named. I love me some Bilal Powell week one against the Bills. I think he may even lead the Jets in targets and reception. So I'm going with Bilal Powell, and thanks for the call. What I want to do is I want to get into um, one more game. One more game in the early games on Sunday. The one game I want to talk to you about is this Baltimore Ravens and Cincinnati Bengals game, okay? I'm big. On this Cincinnati side, I, I do not think that the Baltimore Ravens are a team that is dangerous this year at all, neither on their offense or on their defense. The big question for Cincinnati, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, is what happens in this running back room. Okay, you have Jeremy Hill, who's back practicing, says he's, uh, they say he's the starter. But you got Giovanni Bernard as well in the passing game. I think the real answer is Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon is the guy that is going to return you value, especially this week. Joe Mixon is listed as 6400 on FanDuel but even cheaper he's in the 5000's on DraftKings. Joe Mixon is the guy with the potential to break a 40, 50, 60 yard touchdown Joe Mixon is the guy that I hope that they use in the goal line. Joe Mixon is the guy that they want to cultivate that they want to develop that they want to be the stud for the Cincinnati Bengals. I know it is a crowded backfield but I like me some Joe Mixon especially Especially in week one, especially as the guy who could, you know, have the potential to have a big play for the Cincinnati Bengals. On the Baltimore side, though. You need to fade these running backs, okay? I don't know who the guy is going to be. I think Terrence West is just a guy. You got Danny Woodhead back. He is back practicing. They say he's going to be healthy. I think that becomes a real big committee, but you don't have the upside like you do with a guy like Mixon. In the Baltimore committee, we're talking Woodhead. We're talking Terrence West. Remember, they also, I think, just put Jeremy Langford on their practice squad, Okay. The potential for a real pop-off is Joe Mixon in that game. Stay away from the Ravens, especially Joe Flacco just coming back. We don't know if he's going to be really in the flow. Joe Mixon is the guy in that game. When we come back, I'm going to recap a show. Hard knocks when we got a chance. Uh, They didn't have footage of Hurricane Irma, but we'll see. It's Dane Martinez,
1: Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie Values in Dynasty Leagues, Deep Sleepers, Training Camp Battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage, Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio and check out for your special discount.
0: Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle dropping Stats Over Beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy Dane Martinez. Speeds and spitting statistician holding you down. Thanks to everybody who voted on our Twitter poll right now. Everybody's still thinking neither decision the NFL has made makes sense. Thanks to everybody who called, and I'm very excited. Hopefully, you're tuning on in tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to have CEO of DraftKings, Jason Robbins, join the cypher right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I got time for one more call, and we have Victor in Houston. Thank Thank you for holding so much, Victor. You got a call. You're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. What's up, man?
1: Hey, man. Uh, yeah. So I had T. Y. Hilton, and I've been listening to you, and you told me to go ahead and bench him. Right. So I'm kind of curious, who do I uh, fill with my flex? So I went ahead and moved Golden Kate into my uh, core wide, ar- uh, wide out. and so I have like the options of Gillislee, Coleman, Sproles. He told me no Moncrees, yeah. Mike Wallace, and Tyrell Williams. So I don't know who else to put in my flex, though.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, and thanks for the call, man. I really appreciate it. At some point, even though there's a bad quarterback in Scott Tolzien, at some point you still got to ride out T.Y. Hilton you mentioned Golden Tate. Golden Tate they're playing the Arizona Cardinals and they got G- Golden Tate might have Patrick Peterson on him all day, right? So at some point you got to go with TY Hilton. I don't know if you've made that point yet cuz you mentioned Tevin Coleman and I think Tevin Coleman might be your option there. I think Tevin Coleman is a viable flex in that space. I just got to tell you though, the Golden Tate in in that place you know, Patrick Peterson being on him all day, maybe he covers him in like a shadow, and your best option is to kind of grin and bear it with T.Y. Hilton. But of those options in the flex spot, I like Tevin Coleman, but thank you for the call, and thanks for holding so long, Victor. I appreciate it. Hope you got your question in, and uh, Tevin Coleman is the answer. But then again, at some point, you may want to just ride with T.Y. Hilton over Golden Tate. That is a really tough call. These guys are ranked number 22 and 24 in my man Jake Seely's weekly rankings, and I Trust those. Golden Tate with Patrick Peterson on him all day could be a problem. I like Tevin Coleman in the flex spot for you. Thanks for all the calls. Thanks to everybody voting. Tomorrow, like I said, we're going to have Jason Robbins, the CEO of DraftKings on with us. And also, because it's our last show before football officially gets started, I will give you my official division winners, conference championships, and my pick to win the Super Bowl. You're going to go on over to mybookie.ag and put in those future bets. We're going to have the DraftKings CEO and We will take your callers. One last thing I wanted to say before we sign off for the night. I don't know if you've been watching Hard Knocks, but they had the season finale uh, yesterday. And, you know, they've been trying to make James Winston out to be a leader this entire season and maybe he will be but I think it was a little forced my MVP of that hard knock season Gerald McCoy Gerald McCoy buying lunch for everybody with the taco trucks bringing the little girl on the field to do the dance getting into it with Ed Hockley asking like you know what about the eyes if he should get a flag doing this little stanky leg or the butterfly I think Gerald McCoy was a natural leader whereas Jameis it looked a little contrived it looked a little forced and always you know the last episode where they're doing the cut down day I think was interesting because this year remember, you go from the 90 all the way down to 53. In years past, there used to be that interim step where they go to like 75 or 70. And I think that's why we've seen such a flurry of trades like the Sheldon Richardson trade and a bunch of others. But um, I would say the hardest one for me to see was when they wound up uh, sending Riley Bulla to the practice squad this guy nicknamed joe dirt this guy had reveal emotion understood the playbook was making all the calls was hyping up his teammates it was sad to see Raleigh bulla get caught but it looks like he's gonna stick on the practice squad i gotta tell you man hard knocks it was good but everybody should fade the buccaneers man everybody the public gets on the teams on hard knocks and now they gotta buy in week one they're going to be playing 16 games in a row. I think that could be a problem for the Bucs in the competitive NFC South. Come on back tomorrow. CEO of DraftKings, my predictions for conference champions and the Super Bowl, and your calls dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. i your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin Statistician. Peace.